0: Hey, welcome to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. I am Chris, and Nina is currently unavailable to be here with us today. She'll be back soon. But I have my good friend, Carlos, here with me. Uh, Hello. How are you doing, Carlos? I'm doing great. Thanks for yes, having me. Appreciate he's it. A, he's a real estate professional. He's been in the business for how many, how many years you've been in this business? Uh, real estate
1: in general, since I'm 18 years old.
0: I don't want to say this, but you have a baby face. So some people would think that's like last year.
1: <laughs> it's a lot more years than that, but yeah. Yeah, a lot I, more years, right?
0: Yeah. You do have yeah. this. This is the baby face real estate assassin. <laughs> you could call that's a good name. The baby yeah. face real, real estate, estate assassin. assassin. That's so, yeah. right, because my yeah. man gets busy in the field. Uh, I met him out and about uh, doing work. Uh, as you guys know, I do um some uh, BPO appraisal work on... um. For a lot of different purposes. And uh, Carlos is out there buying up everything in the city. So I bumped into him on one of his properties. So what what brought you into, how did you get into real estate?
1: Oh, uh, what first got me into real estate, I'll I'll try to make it real short. Uh, You know, I started off as a cold caller for a mortgage brokerage, you know, Mm -hmm. pre-2008. You know, hitting the dialer um at a brokerage before you had to be licensed to do loans. Um and then it just went from there. Uh you know, I, I was a licensed agent at one point. Um I did, you know, rentals. Uh worked for a company called Foxins for a while. Um and uh, then I got licensed I did mortgages. Um and then after that I worked for uh, an investment firm and went there, you know, worked there for for quite some time. I said I can't hear you. Can they hear?
0: No, no, okay. Oh, okay. That, that was from five o'clock. <laughs> gotcha.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and then I, you know, branched off and started my own, uh, you know, investment company.
0: Okay. And so your investment company, how many, how many people do you employ, and how many states are you in?
1: Um, you know, right now, I mean, I, you know, I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, mainly New York. Um, you know, I do some stuff in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, could do some stuff in Florida. You know, starting to, you know maybe look at Jersey a little bit, Connecticut, okay. but, uh, mainly New York. And I would say, you know, probably around 10, 12 people, you okay. know, in the office. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you got a nice tight knit crew. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And why did you stop doing mortgages?
1: Uh you know, I think I, I just stopped doing mortgages because the company that I was, uh, with at the time where I was doing, uh, uh, Mortgages with, and I was a licensed loan officer. They kind of went out, um, mm. and I just never renewed it. Got out of that business, and you know, went to a company that was working on the side of a business that I do now, which is like more of the real estate investing side. And uh, that's where I went. I never renewed my license and started doing this.
0: You know, um, it's exciting that you've covered from being a, a agent, broker. Um, mortgage broker. Is there anything in this field that you haven't touched? Commercial. And why is that?
1: It was never a commercial. It it was never, uh, I don't know, it never appealed to me.
0: Really? You never wanted to own a hotel?
1: Oh, well, listen. (laughs) listen, I'm not saying I won't, you know, invest in one in, in the future or own something like that. But I never dabbled in it as far as, like, you know, being a commercial agent.
0: Yeah, commercial's pretty exciting. It's the, it's 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 all numbers. Everything is numbers. Yeah. It, it's it's different. Yeah. And sometimes those deals move a lot faster than in a, a one family.
1: Well, sometimes they move a lot slower, too. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Yeah, uh, so that's the, you know, sometimes like, you know, commercial is uh it's pretty appealing, but it's it's all numbers and you have the same thing. You have people that buy cash and then you know or they'll pay a certain like maybe let's say 30 percent down and then they'll they'll get a mortgage for the rest um even when you're talking like a hundred million or um yeah you know you, well crazy numbers
1: yeah i mean there's also a lot more to it when you're talking about big numbers like that you know yeah. that, that's more of you know a collaborative effort you go yeah. reach out to investors and it's part of a a bigger transaction than just you buying a commercial property. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, but I, I never got into that part. I mean, maybe eventually I will, but you know, right now I'm in the one to six fam space.
0: Now do you use hard money or, or do you loan out hard money? Like are you,
1: I don't lend, uh, but yeah, to purchase, uh, it's between hard and private just depends Yeah. on the deal. Yeah. Um, I also wholesale a lot or, you know, from keeping it, it, you know, the deal, it it varies by
0: deal. Wow. So like when COVID hit, did your transactions decrease a lot or did it increase over COVID?
1: (laughs) Dude, when COVID hit, everything stopped.
0: (laughs) No, because but but people were the market was white hot in terms of properties selling. Well, it depends upon what part of COVID when it first first hit. Oh no no yeah nobody knew what to do. Yeah, I was I was dead
1: in the water for like six Six months. months, I didn't know what was going on. I was just kind of like stagnant.
0: But I mean, after that six months when the oh then yeah then it got you know the numbers got crazy, Crazy. the flips got crazy. crazy.
1: I mean, I was yeah the numbers were crazy. I mean that's when the I mean the the lines were off the door on some picks and flips and stuff like that. You were it was definitely hot. I don't even even as an investor I'll sell to another investor you know i'll get a deal and add a number and then i'll give it to you like those numbers are crazy
0: yeah it was just it was insane and it's like every time like in this i've been in the business for so long that you know when something moves like that you're gonna get the opposite side of nothing moving or not like it's just it's 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 just right now it's still pretty good though it's flowing no it now it's but right after that it was a lull though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of that like that that move it was so hot. Yeah. And then when it cooled down, it cooled it, it was a long grace period. Yeah. And sure. now we're starting to move again. Yeah. You know. I would say so. You know, we're starting to move again. Also like last September wasn't that great. Like a lot of commercial business moves in September. It was the slow, slowest September that I can remember. Did you have a good September?
1: I'd have to look back, but uh I, yeah, I had a pretty good September. Okay, you know, I'm also in a, you know, I'm also in a different space. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know? I'm talking um, commercially. Yeah, yeah you know. commercially. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, you, even all these commercial dudes are trying to figure it out. You know what they do? At. I'm reading things like now they're making their, you know, all these empty spaces. They're making them hybrid and you know, yeah. Uh, some guys are uh, getting real creative where they're taking all these commercial buildings where they were offices, re-kind of putting them into apartments, but it's like work from home apartments where they, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs>
0: Wow, that's yeah. You haven't heard that? No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see that working. Yeah, that's a great idea though. Right? No, because the work from home market is it's crazy. It's is on fire right yeah, now. Yeah. So you take all these yeah.
1: office spaces that are uh, empty. Yeah. Right? Um, or where a lot of people work from home now to convert them into apartments and then have parts of the building, you know, where it's like kinda like a little we work area. Yeah. You know, so
0: and it's crazy. You don't have to buy pants anymore. You could just buy a top with a with a tie.
1: Yeah, they don't know you're you wearing sweatpants right now. You know, and, yeah, exactly. And, and slippers and I'm slippers just <laughs> and, and, and you just
0: you don't know. You're working from home and you're chilling, like you know, no more on a train or having a having to travel into the city and be all dressed up to go to work. Yeah. You know, you, you so. can even just get like a a backless shirt, like with just <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you know, and just be at work and like uh <laughs> And, 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 that, but, um, but what brought you into real estate initially? Like, so like what, walk, walk. uh, tell me about your initial beginning in real estate.
1: Um, well, like, I like I mentioned earlier, uh, my, my, uh, my initial, uh, entry into real estate was, uh, you know, my sister's friend, uh, my sister's friend's bro-
0: brother owned a, a, a brokerage shop. Now was this like did you go to college or was it around like uh No, I didn't go to college. For, okay. I mean, I I did go
1: to some college, but I didn't go to college was for it, it.
0: Was it during that time or No, no, not for real estate, but I mean, the time the give me the the time that this was and you're like
1: uh boy I feel like time is such a blur. It's all like one long year, <laughs> but uh Yeah,
0: when you uh, making money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was uh how old was I? It just had to be like 2000 and like three four okay yeah something like that
0: so the blackout year <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah, and then right. uh i did that for a while and then uh i was pretty good at it and then you know all the all the stuff was happening like the brokerage was closing down yeah? got you and then you had to be a licensed agent uh, a licensed loan officer and stuff like that but i went and i got my real estate license first. okay yeah um but when i got my real estate license and then um like anything like even in pro- real estate it's hard man because like when you start a lot of people want to start in real estate and then like it took a long time it really you know really depends on the team that you get inputted with when you first start
0: so so like your network right? yeah your
1: network your network but like you know i know a lot of people like they get their license they're like oh real estate's good i want to be in real estate i get the freedom i get the money and this and that and then they get their license and then they don't see any instant gratification right. or results within the first six months or something like that. Right. And then they back out. And they're like, right. oh, this isn't for me. Let me go back and do it some nine to five or something like
0: that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but the thing is that, like, um, we say on the show, like, you have to have multiple hustles to be in real estate until you can make real estate your supreme hustle. Yes. Right? You know? So, yes. um, but also, It's a networking thing. Like, I I just feel, I just find that most of the successful people that I meet have a great network.
1: Yeah. And are good at networking. Yeah. And good good at networking because it
0: never stops. No. It never stops. Who you're working with today may not be who you're working with tomorrow.
1: Yep. Absolutely. No.
0: And there's always new people coming into the space with new energy. Mm -hmm. And also, like, you know, after the break, we're going to come back and talk about this, but everything, including technology, Yeah, for sure. It it changes, and and it's always forever changing. Yep. You know, to the point where, like, I don't know how many homes uh, – how many homes do you you renovate a year?
1: Uh, Let's say between five and eight.
0: Do you put technology in any of these homes?
1: the actual use of technology in the renovation or yeah,
0: like where you're making it, where it's like, got some kind of like, um, you could have flat screens built in like, you know, like, cause this is the new wave. Like people are making it so that you don't, the technology is in the home where you have, um, speakers built into the house. You have cameras built in the house. Oh like, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I haven't, I'll be honest with you. I haven't really done that. I do, I, I see. But you see
0: it happening. In the
1: oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I do. I do see it happen. I don't get too crazy with it because you never know what the end buyer is going to want. Right. Like, how do you right. know they want speakers or how do you know what type of camera system they're going to want or something like that? But, you know, I try to make it as ready as possible. for right, that. Right. You right. know, because I know that that may be a want, you know, but I don't I, me personally, I, I don't get too crazy. I, I, I make sure that the reno's nice. Right, I, yeah. I love that part of the design and all that stuff, but the technology, I, I won't necessarily put it. You know, like, got
0: you. No, that makes sense because, yeah. like, guys out there, if you want to sell something, keeping it vanilla is is the best thing in real estate because the person buying will love the option to choose. The color or choose the style or choose that's why, um, like we're selling a mansion, and the mansion's almost done, but the owner's waiting for whoever's gonna buy it to pick out the style of kitchen, yeah, uh, the laundry room, what kind of and dryer, what kind of refrigerator, what kind um that's the one thing when I bought my home, it came, and I hate my refrigerator. I hate it with a passion, but I got stuck with it. Yeah. It's brand new, well
1: you want one of those fridges with the t v in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Because when I cook, actually, I like you to cook. Touch the screen. Yeah, exactly. I, want to, I put it on YouTube like, oh, I could do that recipe and I could watch yeah, it off the refrigerator yeah, 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 and yeah, boom. Sure. But no, I'm, I'm home on my phone. You know, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck with a refrigerator and it was brand new. So I wasn't yeah. going to throw it away. Yeah, no. For sure. And um, so that's why, like, you know, sometimes it's good to be vanilla. But, um, but smart homes are our are, are wave. Yeah. Smart homes, smart buyers.
1: <laughs> yep, Smart homes and smart, smart buyers. buyers. Buyers are definitely smart. Yes.
0: Nowadays. Yes. And they are. Because of the, uh, they're doing because their of homework.
1: Technology. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah
0: absolutely. They, they want a deal. Yeah. Everybody wants a deal. And all you have to do is do your research and due diligence. That didn't exist 20 years ago, but I, I'm going into the topic before we even get there. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember your first renovation?
1: my first renovation yeah my first renovation it was in uh it was in uh, Brentwood Brentwood Long Brent Island. Island wow yeah my first renovation was in Brentwood Long Island and um Definitely wasn't a smart home, <laughs> uh, but it was. It, you Did know, we even have flat screens then? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no. It was, it, you know, it was, it was a good, it was a good project though. It was pretty easy. It was pretty simple. It was you know typical Brentwood ranch, three bedroom, two bath, basement. No, sorry, three bedroom, one bath with a basement. Um, definitely wasn't smart, but you know, as you uh, like with anything, you know, you don't start off with all the bells and whistles right away. You know, yeah. now I'll get a little you know uh, uh nice with it with the uh with the designs
0: what what kind of um were you using granite or what was the kitchen um
1: typical like my first one was typical you know cabinets you oh it wasn't it was basic
0: yeah it was, it was pretty basic, basic oh, okay so you, you didn't regular. so you didn't hit them with the the granite and all the nice. no 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 my my
1: my last one that I did um my last one that I did was pretty nice
0: you know the pool and I know. mean because we I mean I would assume that you got like from where you started to where you are now. Wouldn't be this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, kinda, yeah. So it's not really a judgment of like I'm looking for this exclusive your first time out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know. Yeah. I remember um, my first one. I got stuck with the wrong materials and had to send it back and the wrong color scheme and it was a learning process, you know. And you yeah. and then and then did you take hard money for your first one? Um cuz that's the pressure when the, you got to pay back that hard, hard money first one. You know what?
1: No, I didn't take hard money for the first one. Oh, so
0: you didn't have that pressure. You didn't no, have that No, I just it was such a, it was monkey on your a, back uh
1: an affordable deal that I, we just did it all cash. Okay. You know, I, they, they, I didn't I didn't use that.
0: Yeah, um Renicia Powell's asking um do you do you have properties? Do you only have properties in New York?
1: Uh mainly in New York. I got which, a which I got a few in Pennsylvania.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right, and, and the ones in Pennsylvania are they going to be ready for sale anytime soon? Those are all, those are buy and holds. So those I keep. Those uh, those are my rentals. Yeah. See this guy, I'm telling you, he's playing the he's playing the short game and the long game.
1: Yeah, you gotta, you know, yeah. you gotta. The short game brings you the money in, and then the long game, you know, you let the money sit there for you, you build equity. You know. Yeah. So the ones in uh, the ones in Penn, I did I did do a, a fix and flip in uh, in, in Philly though. Uh, okay. About a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. A
0: I good was, deal. I was trying. I went to Reading, Pennsylvania. I was trying to, um, find some properties, but the numbers didn't work for me. I didn't really, I didn't bump into anything that I could work with. Oh, That's-
1: I, I, I just bought, uh, a few months back, uh, three, triplexes all in a row on the same block, three, three family buildings. Wow. Yeah, uh, a couple months ago, I'm in the, you know, all for rentals. Keeping those, um, okay. Yeah, I bought them from a, a buddy of mine who's a wholesaler.
0: Would you do Detroit?
1: Yeah, I'm. Listen, I, I, you know, I, I always reach out to wholesalers, and I'm like, listen, if the deal's good, I, I'll buy in Detroit. Detroit. That's a great rental
0: market. Yeah, it's 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 it. Now, I don't know if you'll catch the deals you would have caught four years ago. <laughs> no, four years ago. That's when I was looking. I was. I was. It's old. O- to... That's always the case. I know. I know. If you don't buy, if you
1: if you Four years from now, if we did this podcast again, uh-huh. you're going to be like, you can't get the deals you got four years ago. No, no. It's always the case.
0: No. When where I met you in Bushwick, if you go back, I had a property on Evergreen probably about like 10 years ago, and that property has got to be worth probably 1.5 or something crazy, like almost, maybe about 2 million. It was on the corner of Evergreen. I forgot the address, and I'm not even going to say it on here, but... Yeah, it was a foreclosure and um and the tenants were illegally living there. Oh boy. But they knew they were trying to get the property. Yeah. <laughs> like they knew like Bushwick was what we see today like like now Bushwick's it's like Park Slope. It's it's it's
1: real different. But yeah. 10,
0: 15 years ago, you you didn't want to live in Bushwick. Yeah. Bushwick.
1: And now now yeah. you're like damn, I should have bought 10, 15 years. Yeah. But yeah, again, get, that's that's, yeah. always the case. That's, why, in, huh? that's why, that's why that's that cliche, right? It's like, you know, don't wait and buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Yeah, yeah. You
0: and know? that's why I tell people, Hey, oh, the interest rates. Oh, if you could buy yeah, in, that. don't worry about the interest rates. You could always refinance. You could always lower. You can, the hard, the most challenging is actually buying and not having to overbid and fight because the market, it don't matter what season to buy in New York you're you're it's challenging because you're going up against other people, yeah, so when they're not buying and you can buy, get it, yeah, you know, get it, worry about everything else you could change, but getting it is the most challenging part, yeah, the um, best time to buy real estate is now, man, yeah, yeah, the best time it's funny i had um I was working on um two like fifty what it was like uh two storefronts and like twenty five unit buildings and this was maybe about 10 years ago too, and the amount of offers and bids for that, and somebody bought both, I think for like 15 million all cash or something at that time. Yeah. And it was challenging, no, no bids, like, you know, you would think, oh, it's, 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 it's so much money they're asking. There's a market for everyone. Yes,
1: exactly. There's definitely a market for everyone. You know, a market
0: everyone. for everyone. There's somebody buying, like, oh, how could you buy that? How could you and they're, that's their are buying it. Um, and I've been in I've been in um like four-story brownstones near the Brooklyn Bridge with the pools in the basement. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot that's of sick. like sick properties in New York. Yeah. Like, if you're on if you're if you have the money and you're on a cert- in a certain status, yeah, when those things come up for sale. They don't even hit the internet. They don't even hit the market. It's sold. It sold. Because there's something for everybody. Yeah, That's yeah, it. and and those kind of properties are hot in that on that caliber. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you get a pool downtown Brooklyn, four story brownstone, yeah, that sale is not going to be on the market at all. It's going to be sold like, yeah, word of mouth. Like they yeah. just it it's just a, won't it's even a, get there. It's a different caliber of buyer. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I was reading an article about um. They were selling some like multi million dollar condo down near 9 11. I was like, And they were flying in somebody from Arabia to come in. It was like a $50 million condo or something crazy. Oh, man. With a helipad on the top. Like, you don't even have to enter for the bottom. You can just fly. Real estate's end. amazing, man. Yeah, Real it's, it's wild. I was like, yeah. man, I don't want to buy it, but I, I want to be that guy's friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what's crazy? The people that buy those things, are never there.
0: No, no. They just
1: buy it. No. They have,
0: they have their wives or one of their wives stay there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Or, or or stay home for like the, the spring. You come for like a week.
1: That's it. That's it. And then the rest, it just gets cleaned once a week yep. from their, uh you know, their cleaning people. They're cleaning people. And then they
0: rent it out for movies or like, who knows? Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised. Like there's some people that own homes and they just rent it out and they do movies and shows Yeah. Um, from like different apartments or houses in the city. And, and that's pretty interesting too, how you can, there's so many ways you could diversify home ownership. People just think tenant, but you could do a lot with a property, a lot more.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways you can invest in real estate. Yeah. I mean, real estate is one of those things that, there's so many different ways to to utilize making money in it. It's, yeah. it's it's incredible. Like you just said, you could rent it. You know, obviously everybody knows mm-hmm. you can Airbnb. Yeah, you could fix and flip. You could wholesale. You could, you know, go into commercial. You can, you know, uh, you could do land deals. Yeah, you know, um, you know, you can do entitlements. You know, I don't know if you know what that is, but you can do it. Break it down. So you what you can do entitlements? Is. I don't know too much of it. I don't. You know, I don't like to you know I'm not too savvy about it but I know entitlements have to do they're, they're more uh it's involving getting a nice piece of raw land dirt essentially and what you do is you do certain things it's all really just paperwork you right. get a nice piece of land and then you do all the required paperwork um for a build you know and a lot <laughs> of times what you do is you get it you get it build ready yeah you know so that and then you flip that entitlement to someone who's ready to put whatever needs to be put on that, whether whether it's a, whether it's a warehouse, whether it's like an Amazon or a Walmart or something like that, or a trucking business, you know. So uh, there's that, you know, there's space where, you know, a storage,
0: you know, storage storage uh, space is is another yeah, and, and storage is a huge, especially here, like every you can't. I don't think there's an area in this city without a storage rental building somewhere near it.
1: Yeah, well, storage is one of those uh, businesses that they say is a, re- a recession-proof business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the best, uh, best businesses to be in.
0: Yeah, because you know why? Americans are hoarders. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, why do you, like, it reminds me. I got married, like, about 15, like, like 16 years ago. And it was like, hey, do you want us to video? I'm like, no. Why? And I'm glad I never got it. I don't look at my wedding photos. They're on my wall, but I don't look at the book. I don't... You pay for things as an American that you never use. Even the phone, the cell phone. How many people have millions of videos they do not
1: watch? Oh, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And you and, got two phones. Yeah, I got two <laughs> phones. Why, why <laughs> you
0: put my business out there, man? <laughs> nah, it's crazy because people, <laughs> I, I, people store things. They never use, and you're you're throwing out money that could go towards a mortgage or 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 an investment where you can make money. But instead, you're paying for storage. It it, it baffles me. Yeah.
1: People. No. Uh. It, it's yeah.
0: People have trouble throwing things away. It's garbage. Move on. Let it go.
1: Yeah. I. I. You know. I just came from a house today that. Uh. I mean. You know. I signed contracts to buy. Yeah. And the uh the seller. Oh, my gosh. There's so (laughs) much stuff in the house. It's like you got like a little path you can walk through. Right. It's crazy. And one of his things is like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And like, uh, I'm going to have to get a storage for it. And and then he's like double thinking himself. He's like, but I don't even use any of this stuff. He's like, but I can't just get rid of it. Like, I got to figure it out. It's
0: just (laughs) trash. It's so crazy. And you
1: know what they do? They find they'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to get rid of anything. I'm going to put it into a storage. And then that's it.
0: And it sits there. And it just like sits dust. there forever. For nothing. Right?
1: Yep. And then it ends up on Storage Wars.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like, I don't even use my stove. I use the stove top. I, I don't turn. The only time I turn on the oven is for Thanksgiving if I'm having a lot of people. But I got an air fryer. I got a pressure cooker. I got an indoor grill. <laughs> I have, what? have. I, I, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I got kids. They like to eat. Yeah. So, I mean, but, all, and I'll be honest with you. It, it, it's so great. I never use my stove. Never. Like. You, like use it,
1: you use it for the storage, for the pots and pans.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I have cabinets. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have space. But I'm just saying, like, I, it's like, you know, if I were in the next house, I would just have the stove top. Mm-hmm. I don't need the stove. I, I don't need that. I, I would rather that be extra space for show. Yeah. Like sometimes you don't, you can have a space just for show. You don't have to use it. You don't have to um, clutter up your house with junk. Yeah. But the use of it, and a lot of people I know, they use these air fryers, they use these grill because they cook really good. Yeah. Air fryers what? are good. The indoor grill, I'm telling you, the steak, man, it goes up to 550. You Oh, man. <laughs> I am never using a stove again. Wow. <laughs> Why? And the and the first thing that I got that 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 was my escape from the stove was the toaster oven. <laughs> you could do everything in there. You could do everything. And when you have kids, you need something that's flexible. Yeah. So it went from that, and then it just I graduated to the air fryer, and then the pressure cooker. Um, I don't know if you like black beans, like I mean yeah. fresh black beans. You yeah. put it in the oh man, can't go wrong with a no, with a can't. um pressure cooker. But anyway, but As we, we're going to take a break shortly, but in life, everything just changes over time and real estate is no different. And we're going to go into technology and how it affects us in the market today. Um, We'll be right back shortly. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. and nina real estate podcast i am with carlos um so then so then it's the chris and carlos show yeah chris and Carlo podcast today it's um don't be fooled is the baby face <laughs> investor in the house oh boy yeah he's not he he looks young but he is very wise in the game and he started about what 20 years ago you want to say give or take yeah, when when internet was still in its... Was it like, was it like Mahente or Black Planet back then? Like, <laughs> wow. like, Like, you know, that's how far back we yeah. go.
1: The computers are squared. Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> where where you had to print out the GPS because like... You, MapQuest. Yeah, MapQuest and you had to look for a property. You had to look at maps and MapQuest and do... Oh, that's man. Yeah. yeah, like... That, Mapquest. Yep, yep. Where your phone was just a Phone. You didn't even. I don't know. Did you text message? Like, like. I don't even think text messages was that popular. Like,
1: uh, I don't. I don't think so. Like,
0: they were charging you a premium per text at that time. Oh it wasn't yeah, like, for sure. Yeah you, you had just, and all yeah, yeah, you couldn't Yeah, yeah. You couldn't even just text. Like, you could. Like, that's how far back we're going, and where we are today, where everything your your phone is a computer and a like. You know what the problem is, though. Hmm. Have you ever been searching for a property and network going down? Um, I mean, yeah, of course. Like, like I have two phones. You, you put me on blast. I do, right? And one day yeah. I was, I was going to inspect the property, and my iPhone went down. Something they got hit with something, and thank God I have a droid because it saved me because I was in Long Island. Mm. And I was like, um, I don't know if it was Manhasset or um, I forgot what section of, of Long Island, but it was it, I wasn't familiar. OK, so I was lost and I couldn't even call for help because <laughs> my phone went down. Yeah, there's some parts of Long
1: Island like that. Yeah. Sure.
0: and it, No, no, no. But but yeah, part of Long Island. But also the service just got it got zapped. And the funny part is I thought it was because I had an old iPhone. So the next day, I went and I was like, "I need a new phone." Just to find out, it was just the actual iPhone. They um, they did something with the server or something. They went down.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the you know that's the good and the bad part of technology. Yeah, when it's that you're so rely reliant on it that if it goes down, it's like you're done.
0: But back in the day, I had blue. I had print out MapQuest, print it out. Yeah, you go. You're looking at street signs and yeah.
1: Yeah, you become so, you know, relying on, like, the GPS on Waze and, and everything. Like, I don't even use the GPS in my car. I use it, I use
0: yeah, it on the phone. Yeah, yeah, I use it, and, then, yeah. and, I, and I connect it to the car. Yeah. You know, which is really cool when a network is not down. <laughs> um, now, so, like, when you're researching a deal, would you say, was it easier when we didn't have this technology, or is it easier for you to pinpoint a deal today? Or and also, is it faster?
1: I mean, it's definitely faster. It's, it's, it's way better. I mean, look, I get people that call me about deals quite often. Right. Right. And then they'll call me, they'll give me an address and just like, uh, this and this and this and that, and they're like, dang, you know, look, as long as you know what to look for, you know, where, you know, what to look for, where to look at it and, um, and you're using your phone
0: you're good to go. Now, do you have like software where you can type in an address and it'll give you the most important factors to let you know if this is a deal or if this is something you should throw back in the water? Yeah, there's a ton
1: of, there's a ton of, uh,
0: because you, you had to manually do this when we started. Oh, for sure. And now today you just can, you could, you know, yeah. one, one, two, three, you can pinpoint the actual price of where you need to be to purchase the property and um, like they have like uh, what Excel sheets or this is what I was using for where you can plug in numbers to know your cost to renovate, your cost um, for how long you need to hold the property to finish it. And if you hold it too long, you start to lose money, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like where you could plug in. Yeah.
1: Those are like uh, fix and flip calcs. Right. Right. Those are fix and flip calcs they got. Uh, But they got technology for all types of stuff. You know, you could just pull up data on, a, on any property, anywhere, anywhere. You know? Uh, I mean, I tell you, that's a real business to be in back in the day, you know, starting those, that, those technologies. Techno- yeah. Because yeah.
0: Now they, they taking off. Um, they started, I, I use this. Um, so I have, um, this software on my phone, right. And I inspect properties and the software can, um, create like a 3d blueprint of your house. So I go in and I take pictures in the phone, but I also, and it's so good. And the company I work for, they um they know if you're not doing your job because they'll call you and be like, yo, you missed a room. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I didn't, sir. I did not miss a room. For two months they were harassing me and then they realized it was a glitch in their system, just like with the iPhone. They had to, and I was like, there was no way. I, I went through every part of that house. Yeah. But they can tell every inch and they on their side and they know when something is wrong. And you, then you have to go all the way back and do it all. Cause the only thing with the technology, when I'm recording, it's continuous. So I cannot stop floor by floor. Yeah. I have to walk through the entire house, the entire area, and record um each room from the basement to the attic. Um, unless it's like a drop-down addict, then I don't have to go. Yeah, but um, they,
1: they, I mean, listen, they got apps on their phone now. Like, you know, I, I, I keep seeing ads for this app, but it's like you go into a room and you kind of just scan it and it gives you can see the measurements. Yeah, that's what. It,
0: no, that's what. That's what. Oh, that's is. what you're talking. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. but it, but it also creates a blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yes. you can use
1: it for architectural drawings and 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 all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like,
0: yeah, it's really really cool. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, using look, they got AI now. Right? Yeah. Like this chat GPT stuff. Yeah. You know, you can use it for marketing purposes. You know, I mean, technology is used in, in every aspect of real estate
0: now, imaginable. Now it's good, but then it's also bad because you didn't have, like now you have companies like Zillow that not only market properties, but they're buying, they're your competitor. <laughs> I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't say Zillow is my competitor anymore, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, they, like, they, they tried to. They tried. They tried to take over that market. It didn't really work well for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like so. Um, so they ended up so, taking a huge loss. But yeah. So the people that are selling you the technology are also in the market going up against you, and you know it's interesting because um, I was um like I said I was looking to buy in Philadelphia, I was also looking to buy in Florida, and. Now, you used to have to fly into Florida to go to a a land auction or to go to, like, a tax auction and go. Now, majority of Florida auctions are online. Mm -hmm. But because they're online, it's super challenging to get a deal because the bids are ridiculous. Because you have people in Australia. You have people um, from all over the world competing in these auctions against
1: you. Not necessarily always a good thing either. No. Not necessarily always a good thing. You know, I know a lot of, uh, you know, look, you know, we do, you know, the short sale space and stuff like that. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, there are certain banks that if, you know, they're trying to do a short sale on the house, they want to put it on one of these auction sites. Yeah. And then you got all these buyers driving up the price. They don't even know what's in it, what liens are there. You know, and then they can, you know, ruin it by over, you know, overbidding, over, overbidding, backing out on the deal and how the bank's like spoiled on that number,
0: you know? Yeah. So, and that's been the downfall of the last two years. There's been a lot of um bank owned properties that mm-hmm. they were selling for market price. And if you walked into any of these homes, they were not market ready at all. So you are overpaying for a property and then you got to fix it. Then you got liens. Then you got, I, I worked on two different deals and none of them worked because it was just too much money. It was just like nice areas, prime area, but you're basically an abandoned home. Yeah. And it's just like, man. And then the liens and stuff. And then sometimes people like, even if a property has a lien on it, right? And it's paid for. People forget you have to get it removed. <laughs> so if you have like a hundred liens and they're all paid, who's paying to remove them? I'm not buying the property and paying that, are you?
1: Uh, depending on the deal, but not necessarily. No, no, not. but remember, yeah. if it's
0: a deal. Oh, yes. yeah, if it's a deal, yeah, if it's of course. A deal, I make it happen, yes, yeah. You make it happen. But if you're giving it at market value. No, no. That's what I'm it saying. It has to that's, make sense. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the problem. And, but also remember what we said in the beginning of the show. There's somebody out there that's going to pay that price because we're in New York. Yeah. You know, so even though we might not do it, somebody's going to buy that property just to get in that area. It was like flushing, it was Corona, Queens. Oh, that's a, you know, it's a, it was a that's great, a killer, that's a killer it, it area. It's a great area, but the yeah. numbers were not good. They'll work for somebody, though. Yes, it will. Because also, at the same time, even though you're a savvy investor, I work with savvy investors, even though you want numbers at, you want to buy a house at a certain price, in New York, sometimes, if Corona Queens, if anybody out there knows, Corona is a great section of Queens. So, they sold that building. It just was not at the price that we were going to buy it for.
1: Yeah. Well, like you, know? you said, there's a there's a deal for everyone. There's a deal for everyone. The all the real estate is all numbers. It all got to make sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, I, you know, I think the the bringing up the topic of utilizing uh technology to buy and sell real estate, yeah, is uh is definitely the the big thing nowadays, right? Everyone, you know, you got people shopping. While they're on the bus for homes on their phone,
0: yes, you know, yes,
1: um, you know, everything is so so public and and in their face now, you know, you got Zillow, Trulia, Redfin, Realtor.com, yes, so much. You got you got all these things. You know, you could look at everything with a click of a button.
0: And I'm gonna let you know if you think you could find a deal on any of those. By the time it hits any of those sites, it's no longer a deal. (laughs) It's quick on the trigger. all the deals that I know about that are great deals happen behind the scenes. That's yeah. that by the time it hits social media, it goes commercial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it takes off. And and the thing is, you know what they used to do? They used to be like a um, so we went from like when I started, it was like pamphlets. Mm-hmm. And brokers used to put like their best, the most popular homes in the pamphlet so that they would get buyers calling them for that. And then what they would do is they would know you want that type of house and they will find you another home. But you will call them on the strength of their best in these pamphlets. I forgot the name of it, but it was like, it would just be like in the front of any store and it'd be free. It'd be like, yeah, a, a home. they still got those like in the supermarket. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the internet kind of,
1: it took yeah, took they, away from that. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I mean, listen, it's, better it's faster you but, know now they got virtual tours
0: yeah yeah um, and yep because people are buying from california or from yeah. wherever so you can view a house um but the thing is though also on the internet right with all this great technology the reason why it's great to have a a, a broker or agent working for you is because there's a lot of scams mm-hmm. and so sometimes you're Thinking that you're looking at a property that could be, and you're giving somebody your information, and that property is not for sale. As a matter of fact, the person that listed it on the on the, on the website or whatever, if they're not a, a a licensed person with a license, or um, you know, you could run into that rent, happens
1: a lot with rentals.
0: Right, right. Rental market is wild wild west.
1: That happens uh, a lot in rentals. You know, yeah.
0: people. <laughs> it's like they don't even. <laughs> you're giving a deposit and you're, you're out of yeah, money
1: that that you know that's a shame that you definitely got to be careful with things like that that definitely happens
0: you know um somebody was arrested for selling a rent a, a rented car
1: i just saw that yeah i was
0: like wow
1: they rented a car drew up like i think they drew up like a big up- title Fake VIN number, fake everything insider, and fake they everything, the guy paid yeah, it was, uh, it was guy, like a
0: charger or something like Yeah, that. but he bought it for like what it was like forty thousand. That was the red flag right there. That charger was no, worth actually more. it was twenty six thousand. Yeah, th- thank you. Right, right, right. It was worth way more than that.
1: Well, that's what happens with rentals. Like, you know, you go on, you know, you can go on it happens a lot on like Craigslist. They, right. They'll put a rental ad on Craigslist and you know, it'll say two bedroom with like all these nice pictures. And it'd be like $1,200 a month in Tribeca. Like what?
0: That's not happening.
1: Yep. It's not. So uh, technology could be good, but it also, it also you know, yeah, cause a lot of scams. A lot, lot
0: of scams. And you just have, and that's why it's good to work with a person that has a license that's accountable and that will keep you safe, whether you're selling your property or you're looking to buy a property also. Um, And then you do, you know, some, some, you know, you do have to be careful with the agents that you deal with as well, because some agents aren't as, you know, people always want to cut corners to make money. And in this business, cutting corners, you will lose money. And also it could just destroy your reputation. You know, yeah, so, for sure. you know, it's, it's good to be on the up and up and um, everything you do, especially if you want to be in this business long term. You know, yep. short term gains really are just that short term. Yeah.
1: It takes a long time to build a good reputation, it takes
0: a day to ruin it. Yeah. So yeah. So um, so what made you when did you um move out to not move out? When did you extend your um real estate business to um Philadelphia?
1: That happened because of the pandemic. Gotcha. You know, so uh, you know, I was mainly doing one part of business here, uh, mainly focusing on distressed properties over here and then when the pandemic hit um we were kind of just sitting there and I was just like we got to do something here yeah so we wanted to like do wholesaling out of state um and uh, <laughs> uh we started we got a deal um it was a good deal you know we were thinking of wholesaling it but we were like this is such a good deal we ended up buying it fixing okay. it flipping it um which was also uh, a little bit of a nightmare because we ran into a contractor who kinda left on the job and, and 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 all that horror stories that you could imagine. Um and then after we were done with that project, things were kind of starting to pick up back okay. over here. Back into my normal business. So that's that's how we got into Philly. But I, I know it's a good market over there. So it's a great market. You know, when it when it comes, it comes and, and we make it happen, you know? Yeah. We closed on something also a couple of months ago, also in Philadelphia, Um, a one family over there. So okay,
0: it's funny. Did you catch the two family wave? You you didn't never bought in Jersey.
1: No, no. I would like to though. Yeah, I I would like
0: to too. I missed that wave. It was like two families were. They had like, um, like Newark. Yeah, Newark had some great deals. They still got good deals though. But not as good as they had, like ten you know, years with, ago.
1: You know what the <laughs> you know what the issue is that when you're in real estate and you understand the power of real estate, you can almost drown an opportunity. Yeah. Because there's good deals everywhere. Right? It's like, you know, you can go to Philly and get good deals. You can go to Jersey and get good deals. You can go to Connecticut and get good deals. You can, in New York there's good deals. Right. You know, like no one has enough time to find all the good deals. So uh I think there's still good deals in Jersey now, you know, in Newark.
0: See, I agree with you, but the, who was it, was DJ Clue? I forgot what DJ, somebody from hip-hop blew it up about Jersey. DJ Envy. Yeah, and made it more challenging because now everybody was rushing out to Jersey, especially two families were really going good out there. But you're right, there's still... Also, because they're still building, there's a lot of areas in development in Jersey that people don't know know about, and they're nice areas to go to.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, listen, I, uh, you, you know, you mentioned DJ Envy. You know, he definitely blew up Jersey because he. Uh, there's another gentleman he does uh, business with. Uh, he's like on Instagram and stuff like that, and you know they started doing conferences yeah. and, and 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 all that stuff on how to get deals. So he definitely blew it up, but. Like anything, you know, as if you know how to look and where to look, yeah, you're still going to find good deals.
0: Yeah, and see, that's where technology comes into play because researching is key. Having apps to plug in numbers, to plug in, because there's deals, yes, but there's not time. If you get a deal and you sit on it and then all of a sudden a week later want it, it'll be gone. Um, investors don't play. You do your research, you do your due diligence, and when the offer comes in and it's accepted, then you gotta wait for the next deal. So technology makes it so much easier to move precisely. Yeah. Not just fast and sloppy, but precise. Yeah. So that you have your numbers together you know, you know how much you're gonna spend and if what somebody's sending to you is a deal. Cause on the flip side, I get a lot of trash deals. You get a lot of stuff that, like, yeah, you know, it looks good, and then you dig into it, and you're like, "Mm, "I'll pass."
1: Well, technology also lets you get um, direct to seller. You know, Mm -hmm. in fact, we should do another podcast in the future. What you you talk about
0: cutting the agent out?
1: Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm talking about cutting the agent out. I'm talking about one day we'll do a podcast when 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 we'll take the agent out, and we'll we'll put sellers, we'll put people on game little game on how to, you know. Go out there and hunt for deals a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, listen. But there's always an agent. There's No, but when you're, talking, involved, when you're talking, you know? when you're when talking, selling,
0: no, no, but, like, traditional real estate is one thing. But when you're out there looking for a deal, you're not, I, I'm not, I'm working as an investor, not as an agent. I'm working. And even so, like, the commission on those kind of things aren't, It's it's different. It's a whole different. So, you're not you're not looking for an agent to find you like i said by the time an agent's bringing you a deal it's more commercial it's more it's more known it's it's out there on the net right um it's a yeah. different market i want to call it like the black market but it's not it's like it's a <laughs> it's like a you different scare
1: people away yeah
0: exactly it's just a different where it's like a hush hush but it's this house is available there's no for sale sign there's no and do you have cash We're moving. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right? You cannot get a loan. You can't, you have to. That's why hard money comes into play. Do you have cash? And it closes quietly. Yeah. You know, and swiftly, yeah. 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 Yeah, So yeah, if you want to come back and talk about that, brother, we can do that. Yeah. Not to cut the agents out though. Yeah. Agents are great. No, no, Nina, Nina. Yeah. But but you know (laughs) not an agent hater. (laughs) See, I'm gonna put you guys on the game. When you get something like that, you don't make your money. On the transaction per se, but when they fix it and put it back on the market, then you use the agent to market it on the yes. retail side. Correct. Right. So it's not, you know, I was joking earlier, but it's not really, you know, again, you're thinking the long game, not the short game.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Sure. And so you're not trying to hammer home a huge commission on something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you develop a relationship with Carlos where he has inventory and he says hey chris can you move this inventory And you develop a relationship
1: yeah yeah i mean listen a lot of uh uh investors partner with with agents you know they bring they as long you know they bring good deals all the time yeah you know so because a lot listen a lot of people don't a lot of homeowners don't want their home on the market for everybody to be seen exactly that's why you get a lot of office exclusives you know I may want to sell a house and I'm like, "Look, I don't mm-hmm. want to sign out there. I don't want 50 people walking through my house." Yep. But I'm I'm a, I'm going to give it to you to sell. Give it to your net. that's why network is important. Yes, it's like, "Look, don't worry about that. I'm still do the I'm still do the job. I'm going to get it I'm still get it sold and you don't got to deal with all the headaches."
0: Now, on the flip side, um, you get like See, the tricky part is if you're using hard money, you have a time frame where you need the house to sell. You do not want to have that mortgage on your head. It would eat it would eat into your profit. For sure. Right. So before you even (laughs) fix it, you may want to have a buyer for that home before it's even fixed. Right. But you don't market, you don't put that on the internet. You don't because it's not sexy. It's not like the home is not ready. Yeah. Right. So you partner up with an agent who's good at marketing these types of properties. And so that's why I said you don't make money on the on the initial transaction for a burnt out building or for a building that needs work right but you make money on the back end when it's fixed yep and then you market it to get it sold or get into contract before it's ready to be lived in yeah for sure am i good am i doing good am i doing good yeah guys? yeah yeah no, i mean listen
1: like for instance a good example of that would be you know you bring me a deal like hey this is a good buy here right you know um and it needs a full gut reno or something like that you know you brought me the deal so you know i'll do what i got to do on it and uh you know i'll say look if you want to start marketing it getting a buyer for it while i'm in the reno before i'm in the final stage kind of right. like that mansion you're dealing with right right right. Before exactly. it's finished exactly it's like look we could finish it but maybe somebody wants to buy this at you know and, and add their touches to it right you know right so you 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 can do that also and then they they do their touches and then i don't have to deal with you know okay now let me get it up put it on the market there's already a buyer in play do whatever switches i gotta make and, and we're good from there
0: and the better agent you are the less stress carlos has he could focus on the next project and the project after that and the project but if he has to sit and develop marketing plans to get himself out of this deal for the hard money how, how, how does that affect you? How, how are you gonna find more deals I have if a, you're stuck
1: on? I have a two-family I'm doing right now in Queens. Right. Uh, I took hard money on it. It's been. It's been. Uh, what is that? It's been like 15 months. I'm in the deal, wow. you know, between architects, permits, this, mm. that, wow. you know, because it's a. It sounds a, expensive. It's crazy. You know, wow. thankfully, I got it at a really, really, really good deal. Right. But still, you know, to spend all those months on hard money on it, you know, it's, it's, you know, you got you to think and, about and, that. And
0: stuff. like I said, does it affect you on other deals because you put in so much energy? Of into course. That, into yeah. That?
1: Because it's like, you know, sometimes it does. You know, it depends what time, you know, what type of investor you are, you know, yeah. and obviously, if you're starting out, it may, you know, right. so I can handle some other deals but it will you know diminish the cash flow that you have going out right because you, know, you got certain cash flow that you that you put for these deals right which is why you got to concentrate on short- term and long term
0: and technology again calculating and I'm pretty sure it, it, technology you can create the best case scenario absolutely and the worst case scenario so that you know where you are when you hit month
1: when I, when you know? I, when I do a deal in my fix and flip calc, yeah. I do, I literally, sometimes I over exaggerate, but I'll do like you six have to. different scenarios. You have to. Right. I'll do literally worst case scenario all the way up to best case scenario. Right. And then I'll mm-hmm. even project selling at best case scenario and selling at worst case scenario, holding for six months, holding for 12 months, holding for 18 months.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and, and the thing, and the thing is guys, when you're in real estate, um, no, sometimes the riskier the deal, the better the payout. So, you have to know and calculate your risk, but don't be afraid of risk mm-hmm. because that's where the money is. Yeah. If everything if we was to sit here and just only play it safe, is there a lot of money in safe in real estate?
1: Uh, no.
0: You know, <laughs> now you could get good rental income or it could just yeah. like you know, you could there's money there. Like I said, there's a market for everybody.
1: There's safe money. <clears throat> yeah, you but, got the lower, but,
0: yeah. Yeah, but but you have to calculate your risk and be smart with it. But know that when you take it on any deal, there are risks. Yeah. You know, you have supply, there's supply supply problems, especially after um COVID. It was like that, that delayed some things. Like I couldn't even, I had to fix my car and it took like six months just to get all, just to get a door for a guy to ramp. So I had to rent a car for not six months, but like three months. Yeah. Right. And the rental place never did that. And, but COVID, like the, to get the car door here to America, whatever it was. So and when you're doing homes, right. Like what if, um the place you buy your floors and where they get the tiles, oh, the factory, they're on strike. Yeah. You know, like anything can happen. So you have to factor factor in some losses yeah. into the equation.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know? Material and, costs,
0: all that. And, and if I could say one thing, Carlos, right? When you make a deal, do you just spend all the money when you make it?
1: No, you reinvest it into the next deal.
0: Right. But do you send a portion for so that like, like create a fund? I want to call it for like incidentals. Like, let's say you run into this strike where.
1: Oh, yeah. You calculate your, you calculate a certain amount. Like it could be 20% extra in case of the unknowns. Right. I mean, listen, sometimes you go open up a wall. It's like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen.
0: Right, right, right. So when you make a profit, you take a portion, you calculate, use this technology to calculate how much money to put to the side for future, for future losses to back you up. And you'll never lose, yeah, right, unless you do something crazy, like <laughs>
1: uh, yeah,
0: you know, but it's it's a good it, you know, oh man, listen guys, uh thank you for being with us, Carlos yeah, for sure uh Nina, be back next week. um sorry, guys, we're at the end of the show. um have a good night.